Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. Uh, the website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007 and I focus on core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union work, um, and new bodies of work that are coming out at the moment, including plant medicine aftercare, um, and fast tracking your healing. Uh, I also do coaching work for uh, artists in the industry. So if you're an actor, a dancer, an artist, a writer of any kind, then I do specialize in a lot of coaching work for artists that might be wanting to find their voice or feel like they're struggling a bit in the industry and they don't really know where they are in terms of their work um, and their spiritual connection as well as their uh, connection to, the, to, the, to their creativity. So the website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Uh, just a, a, a really brief um, but very important thank you to everyone who listens to these podcasts and sends me such lovely messages. I get messages every week, and I respond to all of them as, as quickly as I can. But just to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast and supporting me. But also, it's just really lovely to hear how... Um, these recordings assist you in your journey. I love hearing your stories, so don't ever feel shy about sharing them. Um, I, recently, I, I got an email about a, a new kind of tracking system, if you like. It kind of tells you how many people have listened to your podcasts on iTunes, and I don't really follow things like that because it's, 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 you know, it's not about that for me. Um, it's not about numbers. But it was really nice to get this email because I was able to go on this website and then I saw that some people had left comments, um, sort of reviews, if you like, which I'd never seen before. And I just want to say a really special thank you to the person that, that left the comment about the bullying podcast. So I shared quite a lot of personal um, information in that about my journey as a child and as an adult through being bullied um, and feeling quite you know, isolated in certain work situations and how I've come to um, resolve things in those situations. And it was a really heartfelt podcast that I put out, but I felt it was really important that that message be put out there. And this lovely person just wrote something so wonderful just to thank me for the podcast and also share their own journey with bullying. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to put your words out there if you're listening to this. And also, I hope that this experience that you're going through right now passes. I'm sure it will. And you're heading in the right direction if you've found these podcasts and you're kind of looking at things in a different way. You're absolutely heading in the right direction to empowerment. So um, so thank you. And thank you to everyone. Okay, so today's podcast is um, just around a recent theme that I've heard and been experiencing with clients and with just people in general, which is a feeling very lost, confused and stuck at the moment in these times that we're in. So I'm recording this on 8th of September 2019. And we are in, I mean, just what can feel like insane times. I mean, you can't turn on the news or go on social media or pick up a paper and not see that there is something happening in a corner of the world that feels chaotic and painful and messy and insane. And that we feel it feels like we're going further and further away from all the things that we talked about years previously in terms of unity and love and sacred union and coming together as a community and raising the vibration like it does doesn't feel like we're there personally I feel that that 
kind of darkness kicked in around 2017. I felt it towards the end of 2017. It was like the heart was ripped out of something. And things just started to unravel, although 2016, 2016 onwards was pretty tough. And I remember in 2012, a lot of people in the spiritual community feeling like this is it. You know, we have achieved what we came here to achieve. We've raised the vibration. It's all going to be amazing from now on. And I remember sitting in some of those circles just feeling like, well, that's not how I feel. Like, I don't feel like we've achieved anything. I feel like we're on the start of a really bumpy roller coaster. And any, all of you that feel you know, we've reached nirvana, are deluded, because we haven't, the half of, if not more than half of the world is asleep. So it doesn't come as a surprise to me what's happening right now, but it is shocking to the system, it is terror, it is terror, it doesn't feel, it does feel terrifying, um, you know, it can feel panic-inducing, there can be lots of anxiety, I think a lot of things that are worrying people are very much things of the physical, like the practical, you know, money, where will I live, how will I earn a living, what's happening with my work situation, and then, you know, things that are happening in people's relationships, like friendships maybe falling apart, or um, marriages or relationships disintegrating and not understanding what that means. Um, and then there's the other extreme of just feeling like we are in a very polarized world where there seems to be a lot of anger and hatred towards women, towards ethnic minorities, towards um, those that have different sexual orientation, towards anything that's kind of just trying to be itself. And where has this anger come from? And, you know, why is it being stirred up? And why do we have the world leaders that we have? So I have talked about this before. There's a podcast out there on Trump and spirituality. But I guess I touch more on this in my one-to-one -one sessions. But I, I, get, I wanted to share something because it might, be, it might be a balm to any of those of you that are out there listening that might be feeling this at this time. My feeling is that what we're going through is we're deep in the underworld right now. Like we're deep in the lower world. We're deep in um, the darkness and people are often scared of the darkness and the lower world, you know, in shamanism, you have the upper world, the middle world and the lower world. And you journey to all these low, to, to these worlds for healing, for information, for guidance, for teaching, for empowerment. And you don't sort of, we often, we often gravitate towards one. So we'll often be like, oh, I just want to be in the upper world. You know, I just want to be with the angels and the light and God and spirit and all of that kind of twinkly stuff and we don't really want to go into the lower world because it's messy and it's dark and it's gunky and it's scary and we don't know what it's what's going to be there but there's a lot of richness in the lower world there's a there's a lot of pain there's grief it's all often ancestral stuff that needs to be looked at curses black magic you know all of that kind of stuff lives in the lower world but what also lives in the lower world is our power is our strength is our integrity is um our rebirth and if we think about the world in terms of, you know, when you plant something deep into the earth, you dig up that soil and you put that seed in, it's all kind of dark in there and it's a little bit messy and you've got to get your hands dirty. And it feels like there's no light there and they can't, how could there possibly be life there, right? It kind of feels suffocating and it feels dead. But you put that seed in the ground and you cover it all up and somehow that seed finds its way out through the ground and it creates life it becomes a shoot and it reaches for the light and as it reaches for the light it finds its strength its power and its growth and I feel like we're pretty much in the same situation is that we're being asked we're being forced to reach for the light and whatever that means to you is your definition of, of what reaching for the light is and I kind of understand it as through these periods of darkness and chaos we have to keep reaching for what is love for what is truth for what is integrity for what is kind we have to keep reaching for our spiritual connection 
whatever that is, whether it's a faith that you have or it's a belief system that you have, it's something, whatever it is, you have to keep reaching for that. And as you keep reaching for that, you will dig those roots in ever deeper and get stronger and come out of this period. Collectively, we're being asked to look at all the things that have been buried deep for many, many centuries. You know, all of the racism that's exploded in the world and the, the hatred towards women and the hatred towards different um, sexual orientations, that's always been there. I can tell you as a woman of colour that I've experienced racism since I was a child. I talked about it in the bullying podcast. You know, I was five years old when I first experienced racism. I was four years old when I first experienced um, anger and jealousy and and um, a violence towards me in the playground. And I was five years old when I first experienced racism at the hands of adults. So that's a long time that I knew that this stuff was around, that, you know, there were certain people that didn't like me because of the colour of my skin. There were people that didn't like me because I was a woman. There were people that didn't like me because I, as I grew up, I spoke my truth. I was always very outspoken and I stood up for people that were having a hard time and I, I believed in, you know, integrity and honesty and all of these things. And I remember being at school and being bullied by teachers and being told to shut up and to be small, to be small, you know, you're too big, you're too much. Well, being too much just means that your energy is too vibrant for those that would rather you sat in the darkness in fear. And that's exactly where we are now, is that the stuff that's coming to the surface has always been there. And it's raging because it's been raging for so long. And it's being asked to look at, um, to be looked at collectively, but also be to, to be looked at individually. So there's a few layers to this. I think the first layer is that as we move through this period, and we have to move through it, because if we don't move through it, we'll die in it, we'll be lost in it. So you, I think number one is you have a choice. You have a choice right now whether you choose to stay stuck in emotions of fear and anger and resentment and guilt and shame and all of those things that are holding you back. Do you choose to stay stuck in the vibration of I have no money or you know um, I hate my job or... Uh, nothing's going to change for me, or I've screwed up. Like, do you choose to stay in that vibration, which is just a vibration, or do you choose to shift it through forgiveness of self, through forgiveness of others, through clearing practices, through investing in coaching and healing sessions, through investing in yourself? Do you, what, which do you choose? Because ultimately, it's a choice. The clients that I work with, some of them have money and some of them don't. Some of them save up their pennies and they come to work with me because they really desperately want that shift in their lives. And I cannot tell you how powerful their sessions are because it comes from such a place of desire. The shifts that happen are absolutely amazing. I'm always floored by it. And I think that is the bottom line. We have to want change with everything, with every fiber of our being. So if you're stuck in a place right now going, I'm stuck and nothing is changing, change something. There are simple things that you you can do I've talked about this in other podcasts and video clips you can clear your space you can move your body you can go for a healing you can do a meditation you can go out in nature you can get that you know that coaching package or that healing package signed up for there are there are so many things that you can do to start to shift your energy it's not going to happen overnight you have to do it every single day but as you do it every single day you will start to see a shift in your life so that's the first thing that's being asked of us the second thing that's being asked of us is to, through all of this pain and this chaos, is to come to a place of unity and love, which feels impossible. It feels like I'm asking you to love Trump and Boris Johnson and the fascists around the world and the men that rape and kill women just because they can and the people that stone, you know, those that are of a different sexuality because they don't like who they are. It feels like that's what I'm asking you to do. And I kind of am. 
And I don't say that easily as a woman of colour, right? Because I've experienced that hatred and that rage come to me. But I do know that we all carry that within us. Like what we're seeing in the world is a reflection of who we are. And I can't put my hand up and say, I don't feel anger and rage because I do. I have done. There are people in my life that have treated me badly or, you know, maybe they haven't treated me badly. Maybe I've perceived it that way that I have felt anger and rage over. And if I don't look at that in me, it's just going to be reflected in my world. And I've been saying this for like the last 10 years, like what we don't look at in ourselves is reflected in our world. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the destruction of the planet. We're seeing the destruction of each other, because that's what we've been doing for so long to ourselves and to the planet. So we've had this kind of laissez-faire attitude to the world and each other. You know, we, we've not cared about what we've done to the planet, how much we've consumed and over-consumed. We've not cared about people, whether we've stepped over them to get that promotion. We've not cared about the way we treat people in workplaces, whether we bitch about them behind their backs or we bully or we've not cared about our energies, whether we're sexually promiscuous or we're, um, you know, promiscuous in our energy in terms of uh, dark energy that we throw at people, jealousy and all that kind of stuff. We've not really cared We've just kind of flung it all around. And now we're seeing the effects of that. So we can point our finger at others and say, well, if only if we didn't have Trump, and we didn't have Boris Johnson, everything would be okay. But that's not technically true because this was all there beforehand. They just sort of, you know, the other world leaders kind of kept a lid on it. But there were a lot of things that went on behind the scenes that we still don't know about. What we have to do is say, oh, I'm actually looking in a mirror. Right now, everything that I'm seeing in the world is a reflection of me, so I need to go back to me. What is it in me that is angry, that is judgmental, that is vengeful, that is greedy, that is narcissistic, that is in pain, that is grieving, that is hurt? What is it in me, and how can I start to address that? And that's why the inner work is so important, because as you raise your vibration, the vibration of the planet rises. Of course it has to. As you raise your vibration and you get stronger, you're better placed to help other people. You're better place to be kinder to those. You're better place to be kind to even those that are attacking you. And as you do that, something in them will soften. Now, there is a school of thought that says there are some people, there are some beings, there are some energies that love cannot touch. Like love can't touch them. They're sort of immune to it. And I don't really know where I stand on that. But I do know that if we go down that path of believing that there are some energies that love cannot touch then it makes you feel, I know it makes me feel quite hopeless. Like I think, well, then what's the point of me loving if there are some energies that love can't touch? So I think we have to keep returning to love no matter how painful it is, just because it makes our world better. Um, I think the other thing to remember at this time is that you're not alone. So I've spe I speak to quite a few people who feel like they're alone, like they're the only ones that feel this lost at the moment. They're the only ones that aren't earning, that their career isn't going anywhere, that they feel confused about their life purpose. But you're not. There's a huge proportion of the world that feels exactly the same way. And I think a lot of really sensitive souls who do have a lot of incredible work and, and stuff to, to give to this planet at this time are feeling this. And you're possibly feeling it because there's your own stuff to look at and also because you're probably clearing for the collective. So that's why having daily practices is so important, but also tending to yourself is so important. I think the other thing to focus on is that what we focus on, we create. So if you're feeding into the fear and the anxiety, you're just creating more of it. So if you go on social media or you talk to your friends or you watch stuff that is all about fear and death and destruction and calamity and horror, 
you're just feeding more of that vibration into the world and into your world. So you have to pick and choose where you put your attention. I would suggest that you put your attention on things that bring you joy and that things that celebrate your successes. Even if your success for the day is you tidied up your house and you cooked a really good meal, that's something worth celebrating. We tend to be really caught up in the future of, oh, I'm not successful because I haven't got this money in my bank or I haven't got you know, this promotion or I haven't got this relationship. But success is not defined like that when it comes to the spirit realms. It's defined like that on planet Earth, but it really doesn't mean anything. In the grand scheme of things, when we leave this planet, do you really think that we're going to look back on our lives from a spiritual perspective and say, oh, I had such a great life because I made that amount of money and bonuses. We're going to look at the things that touched other people's lives and made a difference in the world. There is an um, an ancient Egyptian practice or a kind of belief, which is that when we pass on, <clears throat> excuse me, when we pass on, um, our the weight of our heart is weighed against the weight of a feather to see which is heavier. And if our heart is heavy, it's we've kind of lived an unsuccessful life on planet Earth, and that the the goal is that our heart is light or lighter than a feather, meaning we don't have resentments, we don't have guilt, we don't have shame, we're not burdened, we don't leave this planet feeling heavy. And that, I think, needs to be a reminder to how we live our lives on this planet. Um, so many people, especially in our social media age, give the facade that everything is amazing. So we see that their lives are succeeding, we see that they're winning awards, we see that they're whatever. But we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what secret handshake deals are being made. We don't know how many times they're selling their soul. We don't know how many times they're bitching and moaning about people. We don't know how many times they're they're kind of selling out and compromising and doing, you know, backhanded deals and buying people out. We don't know how much of that is going on. If you just buy into what you see as the facade, you're always going to feel that your life is a failure. Life isn't about that. It isn't about how many people we trod on to get to the top it isn't about how many people we were nasty to in order to succeed life is about how kind we were and when you're in the process of the chaos and that kind of washing machine spin it can feel like that isn't what life is about but ultimately it is um I think the final thing to add is and this is for any artists or creatives out there because I do tend to attract quite a few people who work in those fields um, as I've said before, I've, I work in the arts as well, and I've trained in it, and I've spent many years in the industry in one way or another, so I've seen many sides of it. And I think if you're sensitive and you're empathic um, and you're spiritual and you're in, it, it's a natural progression to want to go into the arts because it's the most profound way to reach people through music, through um, dance, through words, through image. That's how we reach people. That's how we change their energetic frequency. And yet a lot of these industries are populated by those that don't necessarily want to bring light into the world. They want to create more states of fear and anguish and anger. Um, and it can be very challenging for people who are sensitive. Um, if you look at the creative industries, you know, the creative industries are built on how many people's heads did you trample on to get to the top you know it's built on gossip it's built on negativity unfortunately and there's a massive resurgence going on at the moment within the industry itself which we've seen with the me too campaign and all the stories that are coming to the surface like we can see what's gone on for centuries in these industries so people could get ahead and it's not the way to operate now this 
shift is going to take some time for things to settle. There are people that have always been used to things being this way and they're deeply unhappy and uncomfortable that their status quo is being challenged. But deep down, souls, the soul within that person knows that to abuse your power, to sexually abuse someone, to uh, bully someone, to belittle someone, to uh, blackmail someone, to badmouth someone, all of these are wrong practices within an industry that is really about raising the vibration. So change takes time. But I think this message is also to say that if you are a sensitive and you are in any of these industries and you're having a difficult time, you're not alone. There'll be many others like you that are feeling the same thing. And the important thing to remember when you're on a job, whether you're a dancer, you're an artist, you're an actor, you're a writer, you're a director, you're a producer, like whatever form you take within this industry and you find yourself in a toxic environment, the question to ask yourself is why am I here? Number one, why have you chosen to be there? You might have chosen to be there through no sort of conscious decision, i.e. you're sleepwalking. But you might have chosen to be there through karma. There's stuff that you need to clear with some of the people there. You might have old contracts that are tying you to situations that don't serve you anymore. Or you might have chosen to be there so you can be of service. Those are all important questions to ask. If you need help with unravelling some of them, like clearing contracts, clearing karma, go ask a healer to assist you. If you need clarity with you know, what is your role to be of service, go ask, ask a coach to assist you or, or go deep into meditation. But just remember that you're not alone and there are others like you out there experiencing the same thing. The final thing to say before I close this podcast is that we have been asleep for many, many generations. And if we don't resolutely wake up soon, things will get more intense. What I mean by that is the reason why things are so intense right now is because some people literally need to see their planet burn before they will wake up. They literally need to see everything that they've ever held on to fall apart before they wake up. And that's where we are. We're seeing institutions that we put our faith in fall apart. We've seen, you know, uh, media lies that we've believed in fall apart. And it some, for some reason, it needs to get this bad for a majority to awaken. If you are already awake, you're looking at this in horror going, how have we got here and why are we still here? If you're asleep, you're looking at this in shock going, oh my God, what's happened? Everything's changing. I don't understand. It was all fine about five minutes ago. What's happened? And that's a really scary place to be. I think if you imagine someone's, you know, been in a deep sleep and suddenly a really loud alarm goes off, when they wake up, they're going to be in a state of shock and panic and disorientation and they're not going to know what to do. And that's where we are. If you were awake for some time and you were waiting for the sun to rise and then the alarm went off, you, you know, you're tired because you've been awake for some time. Plus that alarm's now beeping and the sun's up. And now you've got people running around you disorientated because they've been woken up by the alarm. That's kind of where we're at. So if you've been awake for some time, now is the time to really hone your spiritual practice. It is the most important thing that we can do right now. Um, for those of you that feel you don't have the money, which is an illusion because money is energy and we can claim it at any time. There's loads of free resources out there. Pick the right ones, obviously. Don't pick people that are offering you free attunements and empowerments. There's no such thing. Don't pick people that disempower you. Don't pick people that are, you know, social media gurus. Don't pick people that have pictures of them with angel wings and all of this stuff. It's all snake oil. It's not the real deal. I'm just going to put it out there and say it's not the real deal. Seek out those who are not trying to sell you anything, but are just doing their work. Seek out those who don't suddenly hike their prices 
listen to my podcast on um, toxic healers There's a, on, and also on toxic twin flame healers. There's a lot of information out there. Pick carefully, but do do the work. Um, for those of you that are drawn to my way of working, the YouTube channel has loads of free stuff. There's the 21 days to a daily practice video course, which is out there. Um, but there's also free meditations and stuff on the website. The podcasts are all free. Um, for those of you that on, are on the fence and you don't know if you should do the work or not, I am offering bursaries for all of September. It's not for all of the work because some of the work is already, uh, there are low cost options, but it is for a lot of the work. So um, don't feel that you can't approach. Don't feel that you need to be ashamed of the fact that you don't have money. Just get in touch and let's see what we can do because as you get stronger, you will help others get stronger too. For those of you that are feeling called to the work, do step up and do it. Don't wait. Don't wait until you've come back from holiday. Don't wait until the kids are at school. Don't wait until um, you've got more time in your schedule. Don't wait until you've, you know, done a cleanse. Just don't wait. What are you waiting for? You know, what are you waiting for? Just get on it and do the work. And the quicker you do the work, the quicker you're going to come into alignment. Okay, I've talked for much longer than I had intended to, as is the usual. But I hope that this podcast helps some of you at this time. I kind of, I did it as an emergency podcast today. I was in the kitchen cooking and I suddenly thought, no, I have to do this. So I'm recording this from my kitchen um, because I just wanted to reach as many of you as possible as soon as possible. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, abundance, peace and clarity. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Please know that you're not alone in all of this. There is always love and there is always a shift that comes in. And sometimes, as they say, it is darkest before the dawn. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.